my beloved brothers and sisters in the faith, first of all, praises be to our loving Abba and also to our merciful Yahusha HaMashiach for gathering each and every one of us together today to again worship the Father and His beloved Son. Now, in the past few weeks, we have been dedicating ourselves in the study of the so-called Beatitudes of Yahusha HaMashiach. We have studied thus far seven Beatitudes, and today we will study the last one. In actuality, the first seven Beatitudes of Yahusha, if we are successful in able to living them out in our life, will result in number eight. Number eight is the result when we are becoming more and more like Yahushua as we carry out our day-to-day -day living. This is why we need to understand the message of Beatitude number eight to make sure that we are on our way to the kingdom of heaven. So let's begin the study of the words of God for today in the book of Matthew 5, 3 down to 10. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted, for righteousness sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And so we studied the Beatitudes of Yahushua some weeks ago, beginning with blessed are those who are poor in spirit. Those who are poor in spirit are those who recognize their spiritual poverty. And so they completely rely on Yahushua to make them right before God. Those who mourn are those who mourn because of their sin and so they repent and return to Yahuwah through Yahusha. Those who are meek, they give themselves to Yahuwah's will. They become like clay and Yahuwah God becomes like the pot maker. He, we allow him to form us and transform us. Those who hunger and thirst for righteousness are those who seek Yahusha himself and desire him more than anyone and anything so that they can be filled with the presence of Abba. Those who are merciful are those who help people in need, who are compassionate and not judgmental. Those who are pure in heart are the ones who desire Yahuwah God more than anything. And those who are peacemakers are the ones who reconcile because what they prefer is to have good relationships with their fellow men, even if they are people who are hard to deal with. And so if we are able to follow, if we are able to integrate these attitudes in our life, what is the result? We become more and more like Yahushua HaMashiach. And when we become more and more like Yahushua in our attitudes, in our words, in our actions, what would this bring to us? We will be persecuted for righteousness sake. That's the result of the Beatitudes. Why does Yahushua say that blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness sake? Because theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And so one of the signs that tell us that we are on the path 
that leads to the kingdom of heaven is if we are being persecuted for righteousness sake. So what should we feel when we are being persecuted, not because of sin, but persecuted because of righteousness sake? Let's read what it says in the book of Matthew 5, 11 to 12. Blessed are you when they revile and persecute you and say all kinds of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven, for so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. How should we feel when we are insulted, when we are persecuted, when we are reviled because we are becoming more and more like Yahusha in righteousness? Should we feel sad? Bible says you should rejoice. Not just rejoice, but be exceedingly glad. Why must we rejoice and be exceedingly glad? For great is your reward in heaven. Nothing here on earth can possibly compare with what Yahuwah has in store for us in heaven. Even if one was to amass all the kingdoms and the glories of this earth, it pales in comparison to what Yahuwah through Yahusha is preparing for each one of us. This is why, brothers and sisters, more than anything, let us aspire to be with Yahuwah through Yahusha to dwell with them in the kingdom of heaven. How can we know if we are in that path? The Bible says the prophets and the other servants of God in the past, they were also persecuted. You know what you can do, brothers and sisters, is to study the Bible from cover to cover. And when you look at all the people of God who have been blessed by him, do you know what they all have in common? All of them, every single one of Yahuwah's people, all of them go through persecution. All of them were revived. This is what they have in common. This is why if we are being persecuted too, brethren, rejoice and be exceedingly glad. We are in good company. We join the fellowship of the prophets and the servants of God. Most of all, who also do we become partners with when we endure persecution because of righteousness? The book of John 15 and the verses 20 Remember the word that I said to you, a servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they kept my word, they will keep yours also. Who also was persecuted, not just the prophets, but the greatest messenger of all. Who is that? Yahushua. This is why he said, if I your Lord was persecuted, then you too are going to be persecuted. You see, one of the signs of a true disciple of Yahushua is they all endure and are persecuted because of their decision to follow Yahushua HaMashiach. Do you still want to follow Yahushua? Even though Yahushua said, if you follow me, you're going to become persecuted. Are we still willing to follow. But you know, before you answer that question, Yahushua's not yet finished. Bible is not yet finished. The Bible tells us if we fully dedicate our life in following Yahushua, 
becoming his disciple, not only shall we be persecuted, what also shall we experience in his precious name? Let's read the book of John 15, 18 to 19 and 21. If the world hates you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love its own. Yet because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. But all these things they will do to you for my name's sake, because they do not know him who sent me. Besides persecution, what also shall be experienced by those who become true disciples of Yahusha, because they follow him in every way. The Bible says they will also experience the hatred of the world. So not just persecution, but even the hatred of the world. Now, why will the disciples of Yahushua must endure the hatred of the world and the persecution of the world? Yahushua says, because of my name, for my name's sake. You see, when we carry the precious name of Yahushua, we become a target. Who is targeting us, brothers and sisters? The enemy, because the enemy hates that name. The enemy hates Yahushua. The enemy does not want people to be saved. And so when we bear that name and we live according to that name by means of the Beatitudes taught to us, then we too become a target. So don't be surprised when people begin to hate us, when people begin to persecute us. It is also what Yahushua himself experienced. So persecution, hatred, that's not all. What also can we expect to endure as true disciples of Yahushua the Christ? Let's read the book of 1 Peter, chapter 4, 12 down to 13. Dear friends, don't be surprised at the fiery trials you are going through as if something strange were happening to you. Instead, be very glad for these trials make you partners with Christ in his suffering so that you will have the wonderful joy of seeing his glory when it is revealed to all the world. So we will experience persecution. What else? Hatred. And now Apostle Peter adds to that. What does he say? Fiery trials and suffering. If we decide to follow Yahushua, this is what is in store for us. Brethren, do you still want to follow Yahushua? What is your answer? I wish I can tell you. That if you follow Yahushua HaMashiach, you will have prosperity. You'll become a millionaire. You'll never have any suffering at all in this life because you will become a son of the king. Well, I'm not going to say that because that's not what the Bible says, right? What does the Bible say? Bible says the sign, those who truly belong to Yahushua, they are called upon to endure suffering, persecution, and hatred. Why? Why do those who belong to Yahushua, those who follow Yahushua, have to endure persecution, hatred, and fiery sufferings in life? That's because when we are truly of Yahushua, we become partners with Yahushua. Do you want to be a partner 
of Yahushua. Of course, it's a great blessing and privilege to be a partner of Yahushua. Because when we are partners of Yahushua, the Bible says, we will see the wonderful joy of his glory when it is revealed to all the world. Indeed, it's a great blessing. However, before we can see the wonderful joy of Yahushua's glory, we need to first be partners with him in his suffering. Without the suffering, we cannot see the glory because the path that leads to heaven, the kingdom of heaven, is paved with persecution and trials. For us to get to where we want to go, we have to travel that path. And so we need to prepare. We need to endure suffering and persecution and hatred because we are partners with Yahushua, the Christ. How can I do that, brother? How can I endure persecution, suffering? What does Apostle Peter remind us? When we are called upon to endure suffering for the sake of Yahushua. Let's read 14 and 16. We read 12 to 13. Let's continue to 14 and 16. If you are reproached for the name of Christ, blessed are you for the spirit of glory and of God rests upon you. On their part, he is blasphemed, but on your part, he is glorified. But let none of you suffer as a murderer, a thief, an evildoer, or as a busybody in other people's matters. Yet, if anyone suffers as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God in this matter. What can we do so that we will be able to endure when we are called upon to suffer persecution on behalf of Yahushua the Christ? Apostle Peter reaffirms and reassures all of us of the great promise when we are persecuted in the name of Yahushua. But before we get there, something Apostle Peter wants us to understand first. If we're being persecuted, we need to make sure we're being persecuted because of righteousness, right? Not because of sin. Because if, if a person is being persecuted for being a murderer, a thief, an evildoer, or a busybody in other people's matters, well, that's not going to bring the kingdom of heaven. If we are being persecuted, however, because we make a stand for righteousness, because we decide to follow completely and with great loyalty, Yahushua the Christ, and we're persecuted. That's the persecution Apostle Peter is talking about. And so what do we need to understand? If we are being persecuted because of righteousness, because we follow Yahushua, it's an opportunity to do two things. What is that? Because there are some who think and are afraid of persecution. But brethren... When we are persecuted because of the name of Yahushua the Christ, we have the opportunity for two things. What's number one? You notice what Apostle Peter says? If you're reproached because of the name of Christ, the spirit of glory and the spirit of God will rest upon you. This is why when a person goes through persecution, instead of being worried and concerned about what we're going to do. Brethren, what we need to do is receive that spirit of God. What can that spirit of God enable us to do? It can enable us to overcome any kind of persecution. The spirit of glory. What is that? It's when Yahuwah God reveals his glory and manifests himself in us. 
his presence and his power will overwhelm us, give us an inner peace that surpasses all understanding so that we can withstand the persecutions and trials of life. This is why when we are persecuted, it's actually an opportunity to become stronger. Did you get that? It's an opportunity not to become weaker, but to become stronger when we receive the spirit that will rest upon us according to Apostle Peter. And so what else must we do? So that when we are persecuted, we are able to do what is right. If you notice in the last, pa- the last part of that passage, if we're suffering as a Christian, what does Apostle Peter instruct us to do? Glorify God in that matter. You see, when we're being persecuted, two opportunities presents itself. An opportunity to become stronger and to grow in faith. And number two, an opportunity to truly glorify God. You know, brothers and sisters, if we truly want to glorify God, what better opportunity is there than to be in a situation where we are going through suffering and persecution and yet endure it? It's an opportunity to glorify God. How can we glorify God in the midst of our persecution? Let's read what it says in the book of Matthew 5, 44 to 45. But I say to you, love your enemies. Bless those who curse you. Do good to those who hate you. And pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. That you may be sons of your father in heaven. So how can we glorify God? In the midst of persecution because of the name of Yahusha. The one speaking here is Yahusha. And he tells us something about what we need to do when we encounter persecution. What does he say? Does he say retaliate? No, that does not give glory to God. Yes, we need to endure suffering. We need to endure persecution. But at the same time, as we endure persecution, what must we show to our fellow men? Bible says, We must love our enemies and pray. Pray for those who persecute us. Can we do this? Because when we're being persecuted and we show love and we pray for those who persecute us, Yahushua says we become like who? Our Father in heaven. Is it easy to do? No. Is it something we need to do? Yes. By the grace of Yahuwah God, we will be able to do this. And so let us focus on accomplishing this. Let's not waste the opportunity to become more and more like Yahuwah God and Yahusha HaMashiach. Was this done before? Who is a good example of a servant of Yahusha who was persecuted? And what did he do? Let's read the book of Acts 7, 54 to 60. As the members of the council listened to Stephen, they became furious and ground their teeth at him in anger. Stephen, full of the Holy Spirit, looked up to heaven and saw God's glory. And Yahushua standing at the right side of God. Look, he said, I see heaven open and the Son of Man standing at the right side of God. With a loud cry, the council members covered their ears with their hands. Then they all rushed at him at once, threw him out of the city, and stoned him. The witnesses left their cloaks in the care of a young man named Saul. They kept on stoning Stephen as he called out to the Lord. Lord Yahushua, 
receive my spirit. He knelt down and cried out in a loud voice, Lord, do not remember this sin against them. He said this and died. Who was a good example of a disciple of Yahushua. Was persecuted, but did not retaliate. Instead, he prayed for those who persecuted him. What's his name? Stephen. Do you remember Stephen? Was he a disciple of Yahushua? Yeah. He followed Yahushua. He was a he became a deacon, one of the first deacons of the assembly of Yahushua. And when he became loyal to Yahushua, who became angry at him, the council, the Sanhedrin of the Jewish community. And so they met concerning judgment against Stephen. And when they heard Stephen giving his testimony about Yahushua, they became very upset. In fact, the Bible even says they were furious and they ground their teeth at him in anger. Not only that, they cast him out of the city and stoned him. That was the judgment against uh, Stephen. He was persecuted. Was he persecuted because he was doing something wrong? What's your answer? No. He was being persecuted because he was loyal to who? Yahushua. He was persecuted because he was a disciple of Yahushua HaMashiach. And so what Yahushua said, that you'll be hated, persecuted, and you'll go through suffering for my sake is being fulfilled in the life of Stephen. And so how about the promise mentioned by Apostle Peter that the spirit of God and the spirit of glory will rest upon you when you are persecuted? Was that fulfilled in Stephen as well? Yeah. You notice what the Bible says? Stephen when he was going through this trial, he was filled with what? The Holy Spirit. This is why if you notice, even though he was being stoned to death, it was as though it was nothing. Like he did not feel the pain. He was so focused on God and his son. That he had a, a countenance about him that showed peace that surpasses all understanding. That's the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit upon him. Not only that. Bible says the spirit of God's glory was upon him. Why? Heaven opened. And what did he see? The glory of God, the son of man standing on the right side of God. And so Yahuwah manifested himself. Yahusha manifested himself. And so he received the spirit and also the spirit of glory. This gave him peace. And when he was being stoned to death, before he took his last breath, what was he able to say? Lord, do not remember this sin against them. Was he able to fulfill that which would give glory to God? Yeah. He prayed. He prayed for Saul. He prayed for Saul. I believe that. He prayed for those who did this to him. And so Stephen should be a good example for all of us to follow. When we are being persecuted and accosted because we are a disciple of Yahushua HaMashiach. But it wasn't just Stephen who was persecuted like that. You know who else? Let's keep reading. The book of Acts 8, 1, 2, 3. And Saul was there giving approval to his death. On that day a great persecution broke, broke out against the church at Jerusalem. And all except the apostles were scattered throughout Judea and Samaria. Godly men buried Stephen and more deeply for him. But Saul began to destroy 
the church going from house to house. He dragged off men and women and put them in prison who also experienced persecution, not just Stephen, but all the other disciples of Yahusha. You see, if you're a true disciple of Yahusha, you're going to be persecuted. This is why we should be exceedingly glad if we're being persecuted. And so if we're not experiencing persecution yet, maybe we need to begin looking at our life. Maybe we're not following the Beatitudes. Maybe we are not becoming more and more like Yahushua. Because those who are true disciples, they get persecuted as a true disciple, right? And so who were also persecuted? The assembly there in Jerusalem. You know who led the persecution against them? A man named Saul. What did Saul want to do? He was part of those who agreed to put Stephen to death. And now what he wants to do is to destroy the church, to destroy the assembly there in Jerusalem. So what did he do? He went to their assemblies and from house to house, and he dragged off men and women and put them into prison. Can you imagine that? The persecution they had to endure. Did this stop the disciples of Yahushua from meeting together as an assembly? What do you think? Oh, no. Because you have to keep in mind, the early disciples of Yahushua HaMashiach, they were severely persecuted. But the one thing they always had was peace and joy. The gift of the Spirit. It rested upon them. And so it would not stop them. Yes, they were scattered in different places. And even so, even, even if they were scattered in different places, they still met for worship. As a matter of fact, they were planning to have a big assembly in Damascus. You know how far Damascus is from Jerusalem? About 150 miles. It's pretty far, right? Especially during those days when you had no cars. And so they met. They will meet in Damascus. Saul, because he had good intel. <laughs> Saul found out about that. And so what does he do? He's going to go to Damascus. And he will arrest as many worshipers of Yahushua as he can. He even asked the permit from the Sanhedrin. Give me a permit to arrest all of them. And so he's on his way to Damascus, 150 miles away, right? That's a long trip. You see his relentless pursuit and persecution against the followers of Yahushua? Brothers and sisters, this is really the work of the devil. And we can expect that we too will be persecuted. And so what happened to Saul? On his way to Damascus, there on that road to Damascus. Let's read the book of Acts 9, 3 to 6, 15 and 16. As he neared Damascus on his journey, suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice say to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Who are you, Lord? Saul asked. I am Yahushua. Whom you are persecuting, he replied. Now get up and go into the city and you will be told what you must do. But the Lord said to Ananias, go, this man is cho my chosen instrument to carry my name before the Gentiles and their kings and before the people of Israel. I will show him how much he must suffer for my name. So here's Saul. On his way to Damascus to do what? To persecute the assembly, to bring people out and take them to prison, right? On his way there, what happens? A light from heaven flashed around him and he fell to the ground. 
as he was on the ground, what did he hear? A voice from heaven. Whose voice was that? Jehusha's voice. The voice said to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? That was Jehusha. It's one thing I, we need to see because this is actually a beautiful, beautiful statement from Yahusha, a very comforting one. Yahusha is the one speaking there. And he says, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Do you know what that means? Do you know what that means, brethren? It means Yahusha is identifying himself with us. Yes, we identify ourselves with Yahusha. But Yahushua is saying to Saul, when you persecute even the least of my disciple, you're persecuting me. Doesn't that overwhelm you with joy? I want you to let that sink into your mind and heart just for a bit. Brothers and sisters, whatever people do to you, they do also to Yahushua. This is why it's true what Apostle Peter said. When we're persecuted, when we're, go through, we're going through sufferings in the name of Yahushua, we are really partners, partners with Yahushua. Don't ever forget that. If we accept Yahushua, we're baptized into his body, we're forever linked with him. We're connected to him. What people do to us, they do to Yahushua. So Yahushua says to Saul, why do you persecute me? And then Saul asks, who are you, Lord? I am Yahushua, whom you are persecuting. He never personally persecuted Yahusha, but by persecuting the disciples of Yahusha, it is like persecuting Yahusha himself. And so, because of this, what happened to Saul? He was blinded. He was instructed to go to the city. He will meet a man named Ananias. And so, as he was on his way, Yahusha speaks to Ananias and says to him, This man is my chosen instrument to carry my name. This was the conversion of who? Saul, right? Do you know who Saul? Who Saul is? Or who Saul was? Apostle Paul. Before he was the greatest persecutor of the church or the assembly. Then he becomes the greatest evangelist. This is why, brothers and sisters, never, ever speak against those who persecute you. Instead, what are we to do? Pray for them. I believe when Stephen prayed for the persecutors, and Saul was included, Yahuwah answered. And the greatest persecutor became what? The greatest evangelist. You just never know. You never know what Yahuwah God can do. What does Yahusha say concerning this man Saul, who we know as the Apostle Paul? He says, he becomes now my chosen instrument to carry my name. And because he will carry my name, he will proclaim my name and the message of the gospel. What must he endure? He must suffer for my name. Brothers and sisters, the name has been given to us. We have a duty to proclaim that name together with the gospel of Yahusha. And so, brethren, we can also expect that what Apostle Paul went through, we will go through. He went through persecution and suffering. We, too. We'll go through that. We all know about the trials and tribulations of the Apostle Paul. When he proclaimed the message of Yahushua, was he persecuted severely? Yeah. Many times people try to kill him. He went to jail, right, for proclaiming the message. 
Many opposed the preaching of the gospel presented by the Apostle Paul, who was an example of one who opposed him. Let's read the book of 2 Timothy 4, 14 and 15. Alexander, the metal worker, did me great harm. The Lord will reward him according to what he has done. Be on your guard against him yourself, because he was violently opposed to our message. Who was an example of one who opposed the Apostle Paul in his preaching of the message? His name was Alexander. Not much is known about him except the fact that he gave Apostle Paul a hard time. He was a metal worker, but he violently opposed the message of Apostle Paul. He severely persecuted the Apostle Paul. And so what did Apostle Paul do? He wrote to Timothy. What did he say to Timothy? Well, this person, Alexander, is uh, doing us great harm. You notice what he said? The Lord will reward him according to what he has done. In other words, he's not telling Timothy, go act in revenge and take vengeance on him. Give it to the hands of who? Yehovah God. Let the Lord do to him as he sees, sees fit according to what he has done. At the same time, though, what does he also say? Be on your guard. Brethren, do we have persecutors today? Yeah. Are we also being persecuted? Yeah. We pray for them. But at the same time, we have to be on guard. We have to be smart, right? This is the admonition of Apostle Paul. Be careful with Alexander because he's violently opposed to our message. Like today, there will be people who will oppose our message. When we proclaim the name of Yahuwah, the name of Yahusha, there will be those who will oppose our message. But the one thing we can be assured of is that the Spirit of God and the spirit of his glory will rest upon us. Was this true also with the Apostle Paul? Let's read the final passage of our studies today. In the book of 2 Timothy 4, 16 to 18. We read 14 and 15. Let's read 16 to 18. At my first defense, no one came to my support. But everyone deserted me. May it not be held against them. But the Lord stood by my side and gave me strength so that through me the message might be fully proclaimed and all the Gentiles might hear it. And I was delivered from the lion's mouth. The Lord will rescue me from every evil attack and will bring me safely to his heavenly kingdom. To him be glory forever and ever. Amen. What did Apostle Paul experience? Because the message he had and proclaimed about the son led, led to persecution against him. He also experienced the spirit of glory and the spirit of God resting upon him. What we read to you was about the disappointment of Apostle Paul. But at the same time, his glorious experience. What was a disappointment when he had his first trial? No one was there to support him. Everyone was there. Everyone deserted him. Maybe some of us can relate to what Apostle Paul is feeling. You know, at that time, not only were the Yahushans, the Christians were being persecuted by the Jews, but also the Romans. 
And so less and less people were willing to speak on behalf of Paul. And I guess we can look at it from a human nature point of view. Some of them became afraid. Maybe they were not available. But Apostle Paul took that to heart. He felt alone. How many of us sometimes feel like we're alone? We have some members of the assembly who, when they took the stand to be a follower of Yahushua, when they proclaimed the name of Yahuwah God, they proclaimed the name of his son, Yahushua. Their loved ones left them. Their husbands, their wives left them. Their spouse left them. Sometimes even their children would leave them and they're by themselves. Apostle Paul knows what that feels like because it happened to him. He said, no one came to my support. Everyone deserted me. But right when he felt deserted by everyone, what happened? The Bible says, the Lord stood at my side. Can you imagine what that would feel like? When everyone's stepping out of your life and deserting you, and you think you're all alone, and all of a sudden, you feel this presence. And you look around you, you don't see anyone, but you feel something. And all of a sudden, you feel this presence is right next to you. Standing by your side. Yahushua knows what we feel. Yahushua knows what we go through. Because we are partners with him. When we go through suffering, we are sharing in his suffering. And Yahushua from heaven, he will share in his strength. And so when Yahushua stood by the Apostle Paul, what did Apostle Paul feel? He gave me strength. Brothers and sisters, never, ever be worried when we are being persecuted because of him. Because every single time when people walk out on us, Yahushua will walk in your life and he will stand right by your side. And he will deliver you like he delivered Apostle Paul. What happened? What was experienced by Apostle Paul? He said, I was delivered from the lion's mouth. He will rescue me from every evil attack. How will he be rescued? He will bring me safely to his heavenly kingdom. This is why Yahushua said, Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. There's nothing standing in between Apostle Paul and the kingdom because he was able to endure persecution for righteousness sake. He was able to do that because Yahushua, our faithful shepherd, is always ready to stand by our side. He did that to Apostle Paul. He will also do that with us. And so, brothers and sisters, you are never alone. We will never, ever be alone because Yahushua will always be with us to lead us safely into his kingdom. Let us stand, brethren, and we shall pray together. Everlasting Father, yes, Yahuwah Almighty, yes, loving Abba, thank you so much yes, for we feel your abiding presence, Amen. the spirit of glory, yes, your spirit yes, that strengthens and comforts all of us yes, is what we feel and what we need yes. to complete our journey. Amen. We know 
before we can enter the kingdom that you are preparing for your people. Yes, Father. We must go through the road of hardship, yes, persecution, and suffering. Yes, Father. Father, we cannot possibly overcome all of that. Yes. Without you by our side. Amen. And so before we take another step. Yes, we ask you to please send your spirit. Yes. Every time we will be insulted and ridiculed. Every time we will be persecuted. Yes. We will look up to you. We will open our hands. Yes. To receive what you have promised. The spirit that will rest upon us yes. to give us the strength we need. Amen. Help us to glorify you. Yes, Father. When we go through suffering and persecution, yes, help us to treat others well. Yes. To pray for even those who persecute us. Amen. Because we know by doing so, we become like you. Yes, Father. Your sons and daughters. Just like your beloved son, Yahushua. Amen. Yahushua HaMashiach. Yes, oh Thank you so much yes, oh for enduring the cross for our sake. Yes, oh we want to be partners with you in yes, suffering. Oh it is our great honor to suffer on your behalf. Yes. To be persecuted because we carry your name. Yes, so be it, loving Mashiach. Yes, we want to be with you. No matter what happens in this world. Yes, no matter what happens to us. Yes, even when people we love desert us. Yes, we know you will never abandon us. Yes, you are our chief shepherd. Yes, who always walk with his servants. Amen. Help us to be strong like you. Yes, Help us to do our best. Yes. To include all of the attitudes yes. in our life. To become like you day by day. Amen. To be prepared for the great day of salvation. Amen. Bless us as we prepare for your Passover. Yes, that we may honor you on that day. Yes, Help us to examine self. Yes. Help us to renew our life. Yes. And help us to proclaim your message. Amen. Father, thank you for listening to our prayers. Yes. Bless your people throughout the world. Yes. Help us to be stronger than the enemy. Yes. To be strong to overcome the many predicaments of life. Amen. We ask and beg everything loving Abba. Yes. In the name of our Lord and Savior. Yahushua HaMashiach. Amen. Amen.